Hello everyone. Welcome back to the pod. It is a gloomy day here in Charlotte, my little podunk town that I live in because it's November, which means it's peak seasonal depression, which means it's the worst time of the year. Q4 is trash. It is literally the worst time of year. October, November, December, you guys can go fuck off. I literally hate this time of year so much. Since my last podcast episode, I have gone to Spain and unfortunately I am back in America. So I'll give you a little recap about how Spain was. I went to Barcelona first and I spent four days there, three and a half days there. And then we took the train to Madrid. First of all, public transportation, being able to take a train from one major city to another. And the train was like such a nice luxury experience that I got a snack on the train. I got a coffee on the train. I used to ride the Long Island Railroad all the time because I'm from Long Island and that's the train that takes you into the city. It is nothing like that ghetto ass Long Island Railroad. This train was like the trains you see in movies in the Hunger Games when they take the speed train to the capital. It was so nice. And in general, Barcelona was one of my favorite places I've ever been to. I really need to go back for a full-on girls trip because the guys there were so beautiful, so handsome, like long, lean, dark hair, beautiful features. Like the European population honestly as a whole is just fucking beautiful and the girls there were absolutely gorgeous and stunning oh also everyone there smoked cigarettes and it got to the point where I was like should I start smoking cigarettes and honestly I might but like it's not the same in America smoking cigarettes like I would only take up smoking if I was in Barcelona with my girlfriends. I went with my family and I didn't really know what to expect because the last time I went on a trip with my family, I was like probably 10 or 11 years old. And of course I went to fucking Disney World. Like the amount of times I've been to Disney is in like as a teenager, I will never in my life go to Disney again. Like my kids will have no idea what Disney is. Like we will never step foot in that fucking park. It is not the happiest place on earth. But anyway, I don't come from like a family who takes really lavish vacations. Like we just go to the beach, which is my favorite place. But I'm also a child of divorce as everyone in America is. So my mom, I usually go to the beach with her. And then my dad is the one who planned this trip to Spain. So it was just really nice to like hang out with my family as a 27 year old because As you're a little, like when you're a little kid and you look at your aunt who's older than you and like your grandma, you're just like, I have nothing in common with these people, but it was very fun. And I would love to go back with my girlfriends because it was such a cool place. Like there is so much history. Everything is beautiful. The shopping is amazing. I'm not like doing luxury shopping, obviously, because like I am not rich, but the shopping in general there, like the Zara is nicer. They're like mid-tier stores are just a higher quality than the ones we have here in the U.S. or at least where I live. So everything there is just like way more affordable. Like you could get like a nice top for 30 euros and that same top in Nordstrom would be $80. So it's like this is fucking ridiculous. This is a racket. Like living in the U.S. is a scam. I hope you guys all know that. Madrid was also really cool. It seemed like a more like going out city or at least the part that we stayed in. I couldn't tell you what part of Madrid that we stayed in. We saw La Sagrada Familia, which is 
I was living my full Cheetah Girls fantasy. It was amazing. The food was amazing. I had sangria. I had jamon. Everything was just so good. And everything was so clean. There is such a big difference with like sanitary standards, at least where I was staying in both Barcelona and Madrid. They just like take pride in their city. You can just tell the people of Spain take pride in their where they live, their people, their culture. Unlike the U.S., they could give a fuck about us here. Everyone here is literally dying slowly. Nothing is affordable or accessible in terms of health care, child care. In Spain, you could tell everyone, first of all, doesn't look like they want to fucking die. Like they have a genuine like light from within them. It is so hard to describe unless you've seen people like Everyone there was so kind and so nice and it wasn't like they would like go out of their way to say hi to you when you walked into the store and like genuinely smile at you like you could tell they actually cared about what they were talking about in their conversation that they were having with you. Meanwhile in the US like pretty sure nobody gives a fuck about anyone else which is great. The only people I give a fuck about I can name on both hands like it's fine and In general, everyone there was just like, they live a higher quality of life. So obviously they're happier. And when I was there, the girls there specifically, like I was with my family, so I didn't like interact with any of the girls there. But you could tell they were all just like super comfortable in their own skin. Like they had this level of relaxation about them and they all just seemed so laid back and so cool that you could not like, There is nothing about the fucking girls in Charlotte that are like that. Everyone here is so uppity and like you try and wear a cute outfit and you're getting fucking dirty looks from Miss Lily Pulitzer in the corner of the bar. And it's like totally not like that in Spain because everyone is like fucking cool and normal. And you could just tell like if I was with my girlfriends and we wanted to go and hang out like with a random group of other girlfriends, you could tell that they'd be like, oh my God, like let's hang out all in a group. You really can't do that, at least where I live, because the girls are fucking rude. And I don't know who's here to tell them that they're actually like not that hot. So it's just like a little bit off-putting for me. But everything about Spain was stunning, gorgeous. I had the most amazing time. I took so many really cool pictures. I just have like so many memories that I didn't think that I would have like ever. Like I never thought I would take a family vacation to a foreign country ever in my life like that's not how I grew up like my dad's idea of taking us to vacation taking us on vacation was literally just going to Disney and I fucking hate Disney so yeah I'm like super grateful that I got to go and I really had a great time so I don't know much about traveling but I know that my dad booked our flights with points so coming from someone who doesn't have like a ton of disposable income if you and your girlfriends can like really get like a schedule together of going on a trip if you guys can all plan like if you guys can plan far enough ahead I think that getting a trip booked with points is probably the most cost effective way to go because the biggest chunk of money that's going to like eat away at your budget is just the flight so if you can get a discount on the flight by using your credit card points also to preface I'm not an expert or a master on using credit card points like I'm just trying to I'm just now like figuring that out so this is not me coming at you being like you should probably have the most expensive $500 annual fee credit card there is like I don't have an Amex Platinum like that's not me but if you can swing it because traveling within the U.S. is getting 
really expensive anyway. So if you're planning on going on a girl's trip, I would definitely try and plan to see if you guys can swing something and go international because I feel like it's just such a better experience. Like the U.S., like I'm good on the U.S. Like sure, there are some places I want to go, but I mean not really. I feel like so many other things have happened since A, the last episode, B, since I got back from Spain, and C, since like uh, yesterday. First things first, we're just going to cover it because everyone else, I, I can't stop talking about it. Obviously, like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, like they're OTP. I don't care what anybody says. I hope that they get engaged and get married. I don't necessarily need Taylor to have a baby right now because that'll impact like, you know, my selfish needs and desires of her going on tour again and me being able to go. But I really hope that they're end game because they give me you know, dopamine and serotonin spikes that I haven't felt in a really long time. I saw this TikTok of this guy and he was just saying he so deeply admires Taylor Swift's like unrelenting search for finding true love. And I was like, oh my God, that is literally the cutest thing I've ever heard. And it's so true. She really will go to the ends of the earth to like find her person. And I think that's something that's really admirable. And I think a lot of times it's frowned upon. And I'm not an avid or active dater because men are trash. And like I say that, like the men in my city are trash. And like if you live here, you know the men in our city are trash too. Like I don't think all men are trash. Like I really do think there are amazing men out there. Like I just don't know where they live. I just haven't met them yet. Spoiler, a lot of them live in Spain, in Europe. Hmm, Great for us. But anyway, I just think that's really a beautiful quality to have. And if you're someone like me who's just kind of like, waiting to find that person who's really right for them and like really fits into their life really seamlessly and vice versa and I don't know if who needs to tell you this but you actually don't have to compromise on anything that you want in a partner in life like I know so many girls who have the worst fucking boyfriends for no reason and it's like you literally just don't have to date that person you don't have to date them you can just leave like you you guys can break up it's actually fine And I think Taylor Swift is a great example of just like being an advocate for what you want and just being like, yeah, actually, Tom Hiddleston, it's not you. And you know what? John Mayer, it's also not you. Harry Styles, not you. And I mean, the list goes on like she she knows what she wants and she's like, "Mm, no, go away. And I love that. And I think we should all be more like that, actually. Another thing I wanted to talk about is, of course, the Kardashians. Kim, Kimberly Noel Kardashian is on the cover of GQ as GQ's Man of the Year. And first of all, I think the marketing is fucking genius. Second of all, all you men can get your panties in a wad. It's because you hate women and you are anti-feminism, anti-woman, and you're a fucking hater. So all of the boys out there who are throwing a fit it's because you hate women and it's very clear and it's it's just like it makes sense she does more than people will do in their entire lifetimes especially men like men really don't be out here doing all that much and Kimberly's like I am holding the world on my back and it shows she's taking the bar she has that private equity fund and on top of that she advocates for people who have been wrongfully imprisoned or wrongfully convicted obviously the majority of those people are black and brown people so it's like she does things that matter and make a difference in people's lives and if you don't see that 
you're a fucking hater and you hate women and you can go to hell. And speaking of boys, Travis Barker drumming while Courtney is having a baby. Is he fucking serious? I would be like, why don't you get the fuck out of this delivery room and never look at me ever again? Like, I tolerate way less. If there's like annoying tapping, if you're doing like annoying repetitive movements or noises like obviously that's a no that's going to be a no from me so to have drumsticks on your person in the hospital in the delivery room we're getting divorced I don't know why or who thought that that would be normal or okay but that's how I know that Courtney's like not well because no normal woman pushing a baby out of her vagina would be like hey you know what why don't you just keep drumming away because that's really soothing and it's actually really relaxing me absolutely fucking not that's that's heinous that is absolutely heinous behavior of course going off of that I had to talk about Kylie Jenner's new clothing line brand Kai I didn't love the first drop she did with all of the leather and the it actually is fake leather so it's pleather but I just am trying to be really intentional with the clothes that I'm buying like in this phase of my life I don't want to buy just clothes for going out just clothes for vacation just clothes if I were to go to an office like I'm trying to build a closet that is easily like rotational transitional where everything I have or like mostly everything I have can fit into so many different pieces of my life and I feel like the first drop of Kai with all of like those big bulky like leather items those are just like going out in statement pieces and I don't shop statement pieces and I don't really do a lot of like going out like that and even if I did I just don't really dress like that that's not my personal style but I do really like the second drop that she just launched I really like that bright blue color and I like that hooded puffer a lot and I looked on her website and that puffer is $128 and I actually think for a puffer jacket with a hood that's a very fair price point because that's just pretty much roundabout what puffers cost in general and It does kind of give Skims vibes like with her cropped baby tee but I feel like the marketing behind Kai and like where she's going is more of like a sporty vibe and like this drop specifically it looks like very opera ski very like Aspen like obviously it's not quite the same as Skims but I feel like at this point with all of the brands they have and all the stuff they have going on there is going to be a little bit of overlap which I think is fine because at the end of the day if you're buying a t-shirt from Kylie Jenner versus a t-shirt from Skims you're really just like buying into the brand you're not necessarily buying it for the product like Obviously, I don't own anything from Kai, but I do own things from Skim. So I guess you're also buying Skim specifically for like the quality. But what I'm trying to say is if you're looking for like a plain t-shirt, you can get them from anywhere. But if you're going to get them from Kylie Jenner, like it's probably going to be a very similar material as if you were to get it from Skims. So at the end of the day, you're just kind of like buying into the Kylie Jenner brand. And like I obviously, I think that blue, she's like, honoring that like blue hair from her King Kylie era and I really think she's like coming back around to like being that Tumblr girl from like 2016 which was absolutely fucking iconic and I think that now that she's dating someone like cool and young and fun like Timothy Chalamet like that's kind of more like where her brand is geared towards and I think that's really fun 
So I didn't love the first drop of Kai. I do really like the second drop and I'm excited to see like where she takes the brand as a whole and how many drops she's going to do and like what the overall like storyboard for like the brand is going to be. I think it'll actually be pretty interesting and I think that she mirrors like what she's doing in her personal life like obviously dating someone cool like Timothy Chalamet and then coming out with like her like King Kylie era brand. I think that that is like very cool that she does mirror like what she's doing in her life like in her personal life a little bit with her business so I'm interested and my interest is peaked Kylie oh my gosh this piece of news made me so sad Bobby from Queer Eye is leaving after the new season's going to air in January of next year I don't think I've been depressed about a piece of like pop culture news like this in a really long time I don't know what Queer Eye is going to do without Bobby and like I don't know what we're supposed to do without him there because like they're the Fab Five. Like what are we going to do? It's going to be the Fab Four? Like how is that going to work? That makes me really upset and I want to know why he's leaving. In his caption he said you're going to be seeing more of me like don't worry you're going to be seeing a lot more of me so like are we getting like a Bobby design show on Netflix? Are we getting a spinoff? Are we getting a show on a streamer? Like, are we going to get one on Hulu? Because Queer Eye is on Netflix, right? And if you haven't watched Queer Eye, I highly recommend. And just kind of wrapping it up with the, you know, turn of the seasons, unfortunately. We are midway through November. It is just like my least favorite time of the year. The sun sets really early. It's really chilly and really dark outside. And like I'm a spring summer girl. Like I need that vitamin D. I have a really hard time. Like I get awful seasonal depression. Like self-diagnosed. But like it's not rocket science. But I have a really hard time functioning in the fall and winter. Like I think that my couch has a permanent indentation of like where I sit every single day. And it's just like so hard to like get up and move and get fresh air and do anything. So some of my recommendations are starting before the end of the year like you do all the things that you're going to tell yourself you're going to do in the new year start them now like today is November 15th start doing your new year's resolutions now I don't think you have to wait until the end of the year to do new year's resolutions I actually don't make new year's resolutions because I am like too type a for that and like I have a planner that I use all year every year that like I constantly keep up to date with so like I just have small goals that I set throughout the year and like small things that I want to do and achieve like for example one of my quote new year's resolutions from last year was I wanted to travel more like I didn't put a number a place a date a time like I just said I wanted to travel more so whenever I went to a new place I was like oh my gosh that's really exciting so you also the resolutions that you make do not have to be a list of 10 things like they can be so vague like I want to have more fun this year I want to move my body more I want to get outside more like they don't have to be anything that is based on a numerical value and I feel like sometimes they are which sounds really niche and specific but it's like I want to run five miles a week I want to travel to 10 new cities and it's like just fucking relax like it can be anything like I want to eat healthier so then when you do eat healthier and you make those healthy choices you're like wow I am honoring a goal that I set for myself this year and I recommend starting your new year's resolutions and kind of like planning your new year in November because 
I feel like it just gets really crowded like at the end of the year like everyone is like talking about the new year and new resolutions and like for someone like me who really clings to consistency like everyone just kind of throws all that out the window and they're just like new year and new me and it's like shut the fuck up you're the same person relax so just kind of I take pretty much the last like three months of the year and just kind of like reset reevaluate what I did do this year that I'm really proud of and what I want to do more of I don't necessarily look at my year and go wow I didn't do this and that made me really disappointed it was all the things that I did this year that I really enjoyed and how can I get more of those things that I enjoyed next year and how can I create more pieces in my months and days that make me happier and like feel like I have more life within my days, my weeks, my months that make up your year, if that makes sense. Like I don't think making a list of New Year's resolutions really is all that helpful. I think kind of thinking of it more in like what gave my year value and how can I take what gave my year more value and double it next year or maybe like try something new. I went to this one place and I tried this one new thing this year like I went to San Diego and I you know tried surfing like can I implement that more okay maybe I don't live somewhere near an ocean but I loved being outside so then maybe your goal can be like I want to like get outside more and be closer to nature do you know what I mean like it really can be so loose and I think for someone like me who's super type a and super anal that really helps me plan the rest of my year from like now until January And really makes me feel good about the rest of the year. Um, I'm not a big holiday person. And that comes on like family trauma and childhood trauma. And I feel like sometimes the holidays are you kind of like push the people that don't have like that perfect family environment to the side. And like it kind of gets replaced with all of the narratives and like, well, it's not narratives, I guess, I guess if it's your real life of all the people that have a very like nuclear traditional family or even not like a nuclear family in the traditional way, like your parents are still married, like your parents get along and actually still love each other. And like they have X amount of kids and you guys are all best friends. Like I feel like the people who have like a more complicated family relationship, like just kind of get pushed to the wayside this time of year, which actually really is shitty. And that's why I don't like the holidays and like Obviously, if you knew my family, you would be like, wow, everyone is really nice. Like, it's not really about that. It's literally like childhood trauma. Like, it's it's fine. And like, I go to therapy. Like, I work on that in therapy. And again, if you think you don't need therapy, you do. Everyone needs to go to therapy. I don't care if you're the happiest motherfucker on this planet. Like, you need to go to therapy because it's usually the people who are most self-aware who need to go to therapy the most. But anyway... With that being said, do whatever you need to do to keep your peace, to stay happy. And um, for all the girls that are painting their nails red for the holidays, are you guys fucking serious? You get everyone is like, do you know what the color of the holidays is? Red. No fucking shit. The color for the holidays is red. Are you guys absolutely delusional? It's literally florals for spring groundbreaking the colors of Christmas have been red and green since the fucking dawn of time. And you guys are out here like. I just got a red manicure and I got a red cardigan and I got red flats and honestly it's giving. I need everyone to relax with like the red nails, the red sweater, the red lips, the red hair, the red eyebrows, the red eyelashes because we we get it like red and green are the colors of the holidays but we already knew that. 
So like pick a fucking new color maybe or just like shut up about it because also the glossy red lip, I'm going to, that's a no, that's a veto. That's going to be a no from me. I hate the glossy red lip. It's so unsustainable. Like you look the wrong way. Your hair gets in your lip gloss. It slides down your face. It looks like your lipstick lip gloss is bleeding off of your face. Like we're not going to do that. It's either a matte red lip. You start with a lip liner first and then you go over your lips with red lipstick or we're doing a gloss that has nothing to do with the color red. Like I need you guys to be so fucking serious right now. Like it's not cute and I'm here to tell you it's not cute. Okay. You're going to tell me you're going to walk into a Christmas party with a glossy red lip. No, you're not. You're actually not. So thank you. That was my personal, uh, that was my announcement and personal vendetta. And I also hate the color red. I don't like the color red. I think it's overrated. Um, I don't really think it's that great. I don't think it's like a power color. Um, Yeah, I don't think that most things in life that are really amazing are red. So that's if he's like, what's red? That's really great. An apple, like pause. Just take a second and think of five things that are really amazing that are red. I'll give you five seconds can't think of any yeah neither can I except Santa and he like what okay that's all I have I hope you guys are doing the best you can oh one more little tidbit that I also love I love being on random people's close friend stories that is my favorite shit on this earth you just go on Instagram and you're just like oh my god you think I'm special enough to be on your close friends like, I love that. Like, I'm on some random people's close friends and I'm just like, oh my God, you must think of me in such high regard or you just must think I'm like one of the coolest fucking people you know, which is true. So for anyone out there who's close friends that I'm on, like, I love you. And I love being on people's close friends and like I'm with a friend and like I see that I'm on their, I'm on someone's close friends and they follow the same person and they're not on their close friends. Like, I love that. That's just like a little personal win for me that like, really gets me going okay that's all I have um I hope you guys are doing well I haven't really been doing I'm the only thing I've been doing is reading Malibu Rising and it's been like a million days at this point I really need to finish it I have been drinking my water in my Stanley cup with a true lime I really have to stop drinking coke and soda I really do have to stop doing that because my teeth are probably going to fall out and I'm probably going to like pass out of dehydration one day. But yeah, I'm not really doing anything new from the last time that I shared with you guys. So I don't have any like recommendations or anything else. Um, the Real Housewives is back on. Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh my God. I've been watching fucking Southern Charm though. That shit is so good. I'm obsessed with Southern Charm this year. It's so juicy and so good. Real Houses of Miami is back on. Married to Medicine is back on. So yeah, my little recap of what I've been up to. It hasn't been a whole lot, but I love you guys and stay safe and happy, whatever that means for you. I don't know if it's staring at your dog, sitting on the couch, going outside, going for a drive. Make sure you, you know, keep that dopamine up.